0: I was born and raised in uh, a small city called Asmara in Eritrea, where we left uh, from and um, we moved to another small country called Sierra Leone. Anybody ever heard of Sierra Leone? Okay, that's really ironic because it's an even smaller country. Um, But I guess size doesn't really determine how much people should know about it. So yeah, Sierra Leone is a country on the west coast of Africa where uh, that is where my family and I lived for about a year. And then um, we moved to Kenya Mm -hmm. where I lived majority of my life, more than half of my life um, in a city, the capital city called Nairobi. And uh, that is also where I got to come to know Christ. Um, Both my parents are Christians, as I mentioned, and very very devoted uh, Christians that taught me integrity and what it means to really love Jesus through your life and through your actions. Um, But I didn't come to make that faith my own until I was about 11 years old. So that's around 2011, 2012. And um, I was taught at home and in Sunday school about Christ, about salvation, about um, how one can only come to eternal life. Um, through believing in Jesus and confessing his death and resurrection as true and real and confessing that he is Lord over all as well. I knew about all these things, but I didn't come to accept it as um, my own uh, until that time when I was about 11 years old. At the time, I was going to a Christian school, and uh, it wasn't that difficult to basically get to uh, know God uh, because I was surrounded by Christian people at school, at church, um, but it wasn't until I was about 17 years old when I got to really experience uh, Christ for myself. And um, a little bit about why it took so long, um, when I was younger and we had left Eritrea when we were living in Eritrea by the way we went to an international school where we were exposed to several cultures Um, and when we went to Sierra Leone we went to another international school that was predominantly full of Lebanese people and then in Kenya as well we went to an international school with where we were exposed to even more cultures and nations and ways of life Um, but it was an American curriculum and now we're here in Canada so as you can see I have a whole lot of influences from several cultures. I've gotten the privilege to spend my time with all kinds of people from all parts of the world. But I didn't realize how much that had taken a toll on me until I was about a teenager. And um, I grew up to learn that it was something called identity crisis. Anybody ever heard of that or experienced that? Yeah, basically, I'm not a psychologist, but uh, from my experience and understanding identity crisis is when you're not really sure who you are, where you fit, where you belong. And I had been feeling that way for so long in my life, but I didn't realize until I was in my late teens. Um, and the reason for that being because I grew up being exposed to so many different kinds of cultures and at home, we had a way of doing life, we had a way of acting, we had a way of treating people and um, we had a lifestyle of our own. but. It wasn't the same when I was at school. It wasn't the same when I was uh, at church. Yes, my parents made sure to expose me and um, surround me with Christian influences, but the Christian faith is expressed through so many different cultures, so many different languages. And honestly, I was in a place where I was confused as to what is the right way to act Christian. What kind of music is okay to listen to? What kind of language is okay to use? How far can a joke go before it's ungodly? What is the right way to dress? How many piercings can I get before I'm a bad Christian, t- labeled a bad Christian? These are just some stereotypes that we can commonly think of, but there were so many complications as to how to express my faith and what it really means to believe in Jesus. And if that's a spiritual matter, an emotional matter, mental matter matter, or, if it's just a way of life. But when I was 17 um, and I had to leave school before graduating, I got the opportunity to, I had a whole lot of time in my hands and I got the opportunity to get to know God for myself. So as I was telling you, I have known about Christ and I got saved at a young age. But when I was 17, I found myself in a place where I was extremely depressed. I was extremely anxious because I had so many questions about how to express the Christian faith in a way that is right, but also enjoyable without feeling like I had to please somebody, without feeling like I had to um, change myself in a way where I could be myself and God would still love me and accept me and I could still be useful and beneficial in the different communities around me. Um, I remember just waking up every day, going to school. I was Uh, the leader of the worship team at our school over there. And I was one of the oldest kids in the school as well. It was a really small school and I was one of the only high schoolers at the time. So as you can see, I had some kind of influence. I'm also the oldest of five kids in my family. So um, I had all these people looking up to me and I was kind of put on this pedestal where it's like, she's young, she loves Jesus and she can teach other kids about Jesus. And she's just the perfect example. But I was extremely, in a bad state mentally um, all throughout those years because I was confused about how to express my faith and um, who to listen to, who to believe as right, which Christian is the right Christian, which faith is the right faith. Um, So by the time I left school, um, honestly, I was glad. (laughs) I don't have to go back to that place anymore where I was constantly under indirect pressure to be this, example of a perfect young teenage christian which i felt like i really was not so when i got to know christ for myself i was spending three four hours a day shut in my room just praying and reading the word and trying to get to know god for myself and i experienced i just i went through amazing experiences in that time that allowed me to get to know god for myself and um i came across a scripture that became till this day, like my life verse. I call it my life verse. It's on my Instagram um, bio to prove it. Um, It comes from Psalm chapter 37, verses four to five. It says, delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. I found this scripture really ironic because it kind of sounds like God just is interested to do whatever I want him to do, you know, like some kind of vending machine. So I found that that was really ironic. But um, after I read the scripture, God, used, God was bringing experiences and situations in my life that would teach me to basically abandon my own desires, abandon my agenda, abandon my interests to be accepted and loved in every type of Christian faith expression um, around me and to just find out what God is interested in. And the moment I found what God was interested in, the scripture came to be true for me because I found that my desires were no longer what I wanted, but they became what God wanted. And so that is why the scripture can say, um, he shall give you the desires of your heart, not because you want it, but because what you want becomes what he wants, right? When God um, instills his uh his will, his scriptures into your mind, into your heart, and you begin to meditate on them, and he gives you experiences um, to connect those scriptures to real life, your heart and your mind changes to the point where all you want is whatever he wants. At that point, whatever prayer you make, uh, you can be confident that he is listening, and in fact, he will give it to you. In Matthew chapter 16, um, sorry, not Matthew, in... um, First John chapter 5, it says, now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. First John 5, 14 to 15. So I found this scripture to be true for me in that my desires were no longer, who do I need to please? Who do I need to be an example to? Who do I need to show I'm a real Christian? Who do I need to prove wrong about their Christianity? But my interest became, wait a minute, what is God interested in? What is God's version of Christianity? What is God's understanding of eternal life? It just makes sense to go to the right, to the source of all these teachings to understand what they're all about, right? We don't go to a dentist to get our furniture fixed. We don't go to an electrician to heal up our wounds, right? There's a specific place, a specific uh, healing, type of healing, a specific medicine, a specific source um, for everything. And we know where to go according to what we need. And in the same way, if God is the one who gives us the message of eternal life, of faith, of hope, he is the only one we should be directing our focus to. And um, in this room right now, we might have some immigrants um, like me, or maybe you've grown up here all your life, but you're also struggling with figuring out, how do I live a Christian life without feeling like I'm not myself anymore? The, this is, this is the, the message that I would have um, for you to encourage you with, is get to know what God is interested in get to know what He wants, get to know what He likes, get to know what He enjoys and what brings Him joy. The Bible tells us about how the Holy Spirit grieves and how He also experiences and feels joy, but we can't get to know them until we ask. So we have to seek God, we have to delight ourselves in what He delights in and purposely decide to enjoy what He enjoys. That's a deliberate action according to the scripture. It's a verb, delight yourself. When we put our interests in God, we find that our interests are transformed to become His. And in that way, our uh, viewpoint and our outlook on life, on the Christian faith, on ministry becomes, we can be confident, becomes accurate because we have aligned it with um, what the scriptures tell us, what God tells us through His Word. Um, So yeah, that was the message that I had for you guys today in the few minutes, but um, feel free to meet me, talk to me, get my contact if you wanna discuss more. Um, I'd love to get to know you guys more individually as well. Thank you for this opportunity.